Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 59 days after the last entry in the log, that ship had traveled four and a half thousand miles across the open ocean past the rock of Gibraltar and into the Mediterranean Sea at full sail. And nobody at the helm. What do you make of that? Of course, yeah. Hey, you smell that? I smell bullshit. Again, you moron. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 425, and I'm Scott Johnson. We are mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Joining me today, Brian, I think Santos, talking to a picture. What? I think Santos is talking to a picture of his car, Dunaway. You would be correct. That is Santos's car. Oh, hi. <laughs> Congratulations. You found a crappy movie on Netflix. All right. Sorry. Sarcasm's. Is kind of our go-to thing around here. But to answer your question, Mr. Ferryman, yes, the Film Sack crew would be more than happy to help you recover that crappy movie you saw float around on Netflix. It's practically all we do. So, can you describe the movie for us? A giant floating turd. Okay, well, I think that's all I need to know. Say, could you excuse us, Mr. Ferryman? I just need to quick do a quick Film Sack crew sidebar. Hey, guys, I don't think we should do this one. It mm. sounds like this Mr. Ferryman wants us to watch a giant floating turd. <laughs> Literally. I mean, I know that is what we do week in and week out. But what if uh, what if it's one of those uh, ghost turds? You know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. You do all the prep work. But then when you look back, poof, nothing. Just an empty bowl. Wait, what was I talking about? I'm sorry, guys. I've been constipated for two weeks. I think I may be septic. Knock it off my damn tugboat. <laughs> wow. Nice. Well, don't worry. The tugboat's destroyed and gone. You don't have to worry about it after that. So, so gone. Also with us, Randy, Gabriel Byrne dresses too nice for a ghost ship. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. Randy. 
Did I ever tell y'all about the time I ran the most successful salvage and reclamation operation on the high seas? Nope. <laughs> yep. Deluxe towing, because the ocean is a-flowing. And you, too, <laughs> are going to be rich, as long as you follow my three obvious rules. Number one, always have a maximum of one of each kind of diversity hire on your crew. Have a black guy. Have a white guy, but his name is Santos. Have a tough, somewhat asexual woman and so forth, but never more than one of each. I don't know what might happen if you had two women, but it must be bad. Number two, always make sure that your dumbest, most stoned crew member is at the helm, driving full speed ahead when visibility is zero. Don't worry. The couple dozen old tires you fasten to the hull will protect everyone. That's why you see tires all over every other vehicle in the world. Number three, and this is so vital, fellers. Always pick up people you meet in bars when you're in port. Mm. Bring them right onto your boat and take them wherever they want to go. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, everything. An hour and a so half true. of wrong. Uh, with us finally, Brian, the entire crew didn't have the guts in the first five minutes. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this is your captain speaking a salvage boat is approaching and oh, this is too distracting and we need you to bring your a game if we're going to scare them away all right invisible tony where are you uh okay well wherever you are invisible tony you're in charge of messing with the propane so that their ship blows up and they and they leave okay francesca might i remind you that this is an r-rated italian cruise ship so you're gonna need to show your ghost boobs and lure some dude mm. to his death <laughs> yes yes we've all heard your jokes about seamen and unless you've got some new material stick to what you do best and seduce people to their deaths okay all right this is not a drill people chef gunter if i can pull you away from watching lost boys for the umpteenth time see if you can figure out some new and inventive method to irritate the crew members who are taking our canned food okay that's it people look alive out there <laughs> Nice. <laughs> look alive. Oh my Dan's Lord. watching Lost Boys, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Look, I, I long how do for you like those maggots, Michael. Oh my lord. The maggots. Hey, how long does a how long does a can of beans good for? It ain't it forty years. Mm. No, it's it's like it's like a year is the recommended, but yeah, but yeah. I saw down Periscope. I know that those for some reason, if you put it on a boat, food right. lasts forever in a can. Hey, you know, <laughs> you know, if you really step back for a moment and get out of your, you know, modern society, you know, comfort. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it really the worst thing if you got a can of maggots on a ship because you can eat those? Right. Oh, you yeah, cook them? Right. yeah, no, no, those are those are. Sure. I mean, it's gross because they're living and moving. But if you're desperate, you would eat a can of cook those uh, things. Yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. they're protein. Actually, right? wouldn't the maggots die in the can? Like Absolutely. they can't survive themselves. I think these were supernatural maggots. Yeah. Magnet. Uh, magnet. maggots. I think I yeah. think everything was supernatural, and that's where it goes wrong. Yeah, because. It stops making sense when you're so powerful you can just do anything. Why were why are you doing this then? Yeah, but he's yeah. so not powerful that all it takes is a stab to the knee, and then you're suddenly in a weakened state where the girl can blow the <laughs> ship up. Like it's got all kinds of issues. This is Ghost Ship, everybody. It came out in two thousand and two. It is directed by Steve Beck, who I do not know, but I bet he's got a devil's haircut on his mind. <laughs> uh anyway i don't know who that is but uh it's uh stars at the time i would say this is a this is good prime time in 2002 for people like gabriel byrne juliana margulies yeah. ron eldard who she was dating pretty heavily at the time uh yeah they broke up right after this thing came out but uh 
Uh, other people like Carl Urban, who was pretty new to the scene, although he was in um, <laughs> which uh, the second Lord of the Rings movies where he first yeah. appeared. This is my this is my favorite Carl Urban role, <laughs> oh, by the I way. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know it was, but apparently it is because all Carl Urban does in this film is try to die. All, yeah. all Carl, it's just like, how yeah. how can I kill myself? He's just always. Well, on we it. knew he was he was for the chop at some point. Right. Because yeah, yeah, just from yeah. the very beginning, you're like, dude, you're going to die. And you're not Carl Urban yet the way we know him today right. where you might lead something like you're just a weasel and you're going to end up dying. And he died. He had the best death. Like getting yeah. ground up in a giant Urban gear. Got a profile on Grinder, right? <laughs> he was uh, he really ground my gears. <laughs> ah, the Grinder joke was better, but anyway, the point is that he was going to die, and we all freaking knew it. Uh, and I hated him in this. Absolutely freaking hated him in this. So loved him. No, I disagreed. He, he loved him. He yeah. almost made it to the end. I mean, yeah. I, I, and so did Ron Eldard, our second highest credited actor in the film. That's when when I saw the film start, and it goes Gabriel Byrne. All right, Ron Eldard. What? What? The Almost hell? to the I end. Don't even think, I don't even think he gets credited in the opening uh, music of ER. I think he's like right and featuring. You know, when the when the show actually starts. And, oh, and was he on ER? Hey, I didn't know he was on ER. And hey, by yeah, the way. Where he and Juliana Margulies met. Oh. By the way, movie which has trope of people being picked off one by one. We, mm-hmm. we never saw Ron Eldar die. No, at all. He's a he's a death in a bucket. Is what the way I yeah. looked at it. Oh, yeah. right. We don't know yeah. if he died. He might he might have gone down with the ship. He mm-hmm. might have been on the bridge where she told him to oh. stay, mm-hmm. stay here, <laughs> and he's just standing there like a good boy. Yeah. Well, we, you know, Detective Quinn did tell us that he killed uh, Ron Eldard. That's true. Detective, yeah, he did. Detective he did. Quinn from uh, Dexter. But he's not reliable. Yeah. No, he's not a reliable actor or character in this thing at all. In fact, I knew from the second he was in that bar that shit was dumb. Like, he, yeah. as soon as he was, like, approaching them and he was acting like a zombie, I went, nah, he's he's the reason this is all going to go to shit. I don't know how yet, but he's the problem and get ready for it. And it turns out he was exactly that. And he was terrible. He was a terrible bad guy. The worst kind. Hated yeah. him. This I don't know. I thought he. I thought he flipped it pretty good. Yeah. What, I, thought, you, I thought he described. Yeah, what do you mean? Tell me what you mean by that. Oh, so you know he was acting very uh, incompetent mm-hmm. up until a point, and he acted very aggressive. So I thought it was a. I thought it was a good flip. A good switch. A good flip. I. He, I'll yeah. give him. I'll give him. I can't I mean, even. I didn't know that he was the the bad guy until it was. You know, reveal until it was, was too late. Guy. Well, the until minute he was on the on the boat okay, to hell. Okay, when, okay. So when he the, was giggling about gold, is when I knew it. Oh, can we? Can yeah, we? Yeah. Can we all uh, agree that the greatest flip from sort of diminutive, uh, hunched dude to crazy, scary guy is uh, Ed Norton? Ed oh, Norton yeah. in Primal Fear. Oh yeah, he's good in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay. a, but we don't. This is this is. But this is an Ed Norton money movie. This is. <laughs> and the thing is, Kaiser Sose, Kaiser Sose, still like that. The only problem I have with the Kaiser Sose flip is that you've you've been watching him, and then you see like some shots of him doing crazy action stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're like, that not that guy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, that, that little spacey. guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I mean, th- this movie could have used somebody with the acting gravitas of Ed Norton, but instead we get mm-hmm. a lot of TV actors, and they're okay hey, uh, in you, a lot you of things. Got what you got, and I thought it was. I thought it was great for the budget that it had. I thought it was all right. I think it's terrible and but but also perfect for us. Like like Film Sack was made for this sort of thing. And right. so I 
I can't begrudge it too much, but if I'm really going to be critical about it, the acting's really bad. And these are all people who do fair jobs and all their other acting jobs. Like I've seen all of these people do better. Um, I think it's, uh, it's this director's last, uh, film that he ever directed, not cause he died or anything like that. It was just like, okay, shit, I can't do this. And he just walked away. Um, I don't, I don't know if he's alive. Like it's, it's, this is a guy who really <laughs> fell off the face of the earth, mm. like hard. Like I may, maybe he's that example of that thing. I always talk about that. I want to know. I want to know if there are people who make a bunch of money and just go like, yeah. like I've done it. I did my work. I made a bunch of money in four years or something. Yeah. And now they're just living a happy life. I, and well, look at his entire, look at the entirety of his credits real quick here. His, right. he's mostly known for visual effects. The hunt for red October. He was in there as art director, the abyss, same thing, Indiana Jones, last crusade. And then the in search of show, he did a bunch of stuff for that in 1980s, the old right. Spock show. Then as director credits, he did 13 ghosts back in 2001 and then ghost ship the following year. Uh, and then otherwise, he did the, this is my favorite miscellaneous crew credit. He did the main title design for Breakin, the movie Breakin. So I, I got mad respect for him then. That's a, that's a, that's a sweet title design. Sure, I guess. But the point is, like, then he's done. He's out at, 20, at 2002, and he, he just steps away. And all I can find on him is not death, but just nothing. Like hey, that's fine. Steve that's Beck disappeared. Fine. I mean, if you if you've got Ghost Ship and thirteen Ghost Money and breaking main title oh, design yeah. artist oh. money, <laughs> it's fine. I'm just saying. I think we all assume one of two things: uh, retired to a cabin in the woods and doing okay, or this guy had some serious skeletons in the closet. Probably, and, so, and it was ghosts? that closet was right about to open. Yeah, <laughs> something know? like that. I mean, yeah. it's hard to say, obviously, but. Yeah, well, this is this is no, seriously. He killed a key grip on set and and went to Morocco or something, <laughs> right? And so, <laughs> okay, so he's he's the other thing too that it's just not really listen to IMDb, but he's done for commercials for uh, First Union, GMC, Chevrolet, McDonald's, and stuff. So I mean, uh, maybe he's just doing what he wants. I I I like to think that when people leave Hollywood, they leave because they want to, not because they were ran out of town or something. I, you know, I I mean, I'm I done. like your I like your. I I prefer your version of it. I hope that's what's going right. on. It's just that there's literally nothing. He's not on any kind of social media. There's no websites. His his uh, Wikipedia page is a is a reproduction of what's on his IMDb page, just right. out of there. And I'd like to think what happened is he made this movie and went, I have officially made one of the shittiest films in the last <laughs> fifty years. Good night, and then just walked away, and that was it. Like he couldn't top that or bottom that. So- I guess. Shitty or not, I gotta admit, I did have fun. Oh, yeah, have fun with this film. I had yeah. a little fun. I had more fun with that first five minutes. I mean, okay, so Ibbit <laughs> the Let's other talk day, about the first five minutes. Ibbit says, "Hey, make sure you you make your wife watch that first five minutes." And I thought, yeah, "What is yeah. he talking about? This is so weird." And yeah. so we did. Otherwise, and the reason I said it because otherwise, you'll watch the first five minutes, you'll pause it, you'll say, "Honey, you got to come see this." Yeah, grab her yeah, 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 right. yeah. You were saving me time, is what you're doing, and I appreciate that. Uh, so I did what you said, and. It is one of the weirdest, most memorable <laughs> openings of a horror movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like no straight up. Yeah, for for those who didn't watch and but you still listen to the show, there's plenty of you I know that do that. Uh, this I, I still don't know who how the wire did what it did, but there's a bunch of well, people it was dancing. We find out later. So. Okay, well, that's true. Yeah, but there's yeah. there are people dancing on the deck. It's basically the captain's ball, which is a thing they used to do. On, dancing on the captain's ball. Maybe they still do. I don't know if they do that now, but. Um, right. They ha- <clears throat> all these people, everybody in the world 
who's tall enough <laughs> to get cut in half by a wire. You must be this, you must be this high to enjoy the captain's yeah. ball. <laughs> there's some real, there's some really interesting physics going on there because the girl who got yeah. missed, em- right, was, Emily Browning. Yeah, Emily Browning, which we know yeah. from tons of stuff. Uh, yeah. She's 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 dead wife in uh, American Gods currently. Yeah. yeah, she's she's naked a lot in movies. She is naked a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's her thing now. But when she was, Good a, thing she wasn't in this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wasn't naked in this. But there's this there's this really inexplicable moment where I'm, she's being hugged by the captain in a slow dance hug, mm-hmm. and the wire has ripped through the crowd and cut everyone in half, except for the captain whose face is cut in half. But everyone around them is cut at the waist. So right. that, he was so bent that over. Wire right. went warm. Right. Right. Yeah, he was, oh, he was he bent, bent over dancing with oh, Emily right. Browning. Okay. Who's not, who's yeah, not but, that short? No. But all right, but everybody cut at the waist. He'd have to be like like perpen like a like a right angle. Mm-hmm. I thought everybody was low enough to just I thought everybody was I, th- I thought everybody was cut in the in the rib cage. In the in the, the stomach. And and I and I I thought it was very clearly depicted. Like I, I didn't have a problem with that at all. I'm I'm interested it in It seemed weird in how... like that was some funky wire business to me. But anyway, the point of it, it here's the other part that's completely lame. Uh it's fine for a movie. But in real life, first of all no, nothing's that sharp that it would just cleanly cut through all of those people without any resistance and right, people falling right. over. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I've, I've, I've used you've used those cheese graters that are basically a roller <laughs> with a wire next to it. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. just it's just that on a bigger yeah, scale. But yeah, but cheese don't have cheese don't have muscle and bone. Yeah, in it. do you ever have I bone? Hope, I hope not. If it's going fast enough. <laughs> all right, let's say that you're right. Let's say that's a hundred percent plausible. <laughs> Yeah. I think we need Adam Savage to to try this. Maybe, but if that's, oh, yeah. if, if that's 100% plausible, here's my other take. Yeah. Nobody would just sit there going, hmm. <laughs> Looking around but like uh, yeah, one of those trees in World of Warcraft, like, oh, am I dead? <laughs> oh, I'm sliding what? off my bottom. Oh, once, awesome. once again, I am I am a fan of the effect more so than, than really worried about reality. Just like yeah. we've talked about, you know, melting, melting Nazi faces. It it lasts with you forever. It's not possible. However, it is cool. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean the 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 top half of the body stacked on the bottom half of the body thing. I I think is you know that's I'll give it's it a, a few trope. seconds of it is yeah. a trope, and I'll give it the few seconds of oh no, uh, they've been kind of happy. They don't realize it yet. But the guy whose arm is like holding oh yeah, secret, yeah. the first guy you yeah. see. Gravity would have pulled that arm down right. immediately. It's not going to sit right. there for you know like a yeah like Wiley e. Coyote running in midair <laughs> uh, before it finally drops. I'm glad you brought up the the tree ant things in World of Warcraft when they die because that's mm-hmm. what it reminded me of right. immediately. I was like, oh my right. gosh, yeah. it's like right. those things. Look, it's still I, effective though. I just I, I want to make I, that clear. I don't think this is I, bad. This is the best part of the movie. Right. I don't know what kind of phys- physics go goes on in a you know a death ship. I can't say, but uh, you know, maybe this is how it works there. Maybe, Mister Mister Ferryman. Can we can we can we just uh, talk about other movies with this with this trope? Always. where the where a person is cut and for a second or two they don't know it yeah. and then they All slide right. apart. Or I got a good one. Right. Okay, what, what is it? Highlander. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good. Highlander's good. His head cut off and not realizing it until it slight starts falling off. We've even had a few on film sack, but I the one I'm going to think of the most in my head is underworld the first underworld with kate beckinsale and all those people um it was bill nye okay yeah at the end he's he's vincent the master vampire guy and he gets he gets he gets sliced (laughs) with a sword and he looks all nonplussed for a second and then 
from the tip of one shoulder down to the mid arm of the other side, it just sloughs off like a like a piece of separate meat. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a, that, I think that's definitely a human fear that we have of amputation and oh yeah, and oh that, yeah. Kind of I mean, it, yeah. it's it's very valid. Mm-hmm. I'm trying yeah, to absolutely. We just we just saw it in a Piranha 3D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we great. saw two two girls get bisected. Uh, I always think of the Phantom Menace. Uh, where uh, what's oh, his name? Darth Maul. <laughs> Darth Maul. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. He's like, oh, I had two. I had two ends to my lightsaber, and I still lost. I think the reason that we don't like that, or beheadings and things like it, is because there is a expectation of a little bit of life left. Like you're going yeah, to yeah. have final thoughts. You're going yeah. to have sure. that moment of shock, even if it's just shock or whatever. But you're yeah. you're gonna see stuff. You're gonna, and if it's at your midsection, you're definitely not right. dying right away. Right. Like you're gonna the feel good, that. For the a good minute. news is, the good news is our body goes into shock, so you don't really have to deal with it. Your body's like, nah, I'm turning all this off. Yeah, this is no good. Turn this yeah. on. Unplug no it. No good. <laughs> good night. Did, did you guys notice that this film didn't revel in the gore of anything ever? Never. Like, yeah, not really. when uh, when the demon uh, hook kills Francesca with a hook, <laughs> yeah, right, and right. lifts her up off the the floor. Like this movie didn't depict these things real clearly. Right. You, right. you kind of you kind of were supposed to you're supposed to imagine a lot of like the bisecting and so on because mm-hmm. you're not going to actually see it. Yeah. Right. And and they yeah. and they this film also does something that I haven't quite been able to put my finger on, but we're kept at a distance from all the characters. Uh, just it, it felt like I was never close to the characters. It, it felt like the the dialogue wasn't spoken in a way that uh, that felt like I was a part of of the movie it felt like i was outside of it yeah distant. i think that that's uh i think you're absolutely right it also wasn't that scary like there right. was nothing that really scared me in this movie there weren't even jump scares and i had headphones on and was right up next to the screen it didn't really not even get me. not even when carl urban reached for the clock no <laughs> that didn't even get me the only part that maybe got me a little well even then oh, oh I, when when gabriel Byrne finds a freshly poured glass of scotch in the captain's quarters <laughs> yeah or, and he looks up at the mirror I think that more than that, the one where we sit at the table and the bottle starts moving and the camera switches and the hands now moving the bottle, that was actually pretty effective. But it was more creepy than scary. Like, I just, I never got, like, ghost creepy in this at all. Like, this isn't The Conjuring. This isn't even, like, sure. that ghost house show that things on Netflix that I like so much. Like, there's just none. They don't get ghosts right, in my opinion. That, Shit that right, just moves right. around and doors that open and shut, that's, like, base-level ghosting. Like, big right. deal. The the haunting of Isaiah Washington's crotch was the only part that really, felt, <laughs> you know, ghosty Such a to great me. Movie too, the haunting of Isaiah Washington's crotch. Right, yeah. right. I uh, I like him as an actor, but he is so oh, yeah. he's so different here than he is on uh, that Grey's Anatomy business. One of the oh, few likable one of the few likable characters in this film. For yeah. me, it's it's opinion. his his character in the movie Exit Wounds. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, yeah. know why I like Exit Wounds so much. Is that the one where he looks like DMX? He's got that DMX hair. Right, yes. Hair. And DMX is the star of the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so Isaiah Washington, for some reason, uh, looks like DMX. It's very confusing. <laughs> but I just, I really like the guy. Like, he's just, he's just solid. Like, in Grey's Anatomy, he's like the best thing in Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's good. Very likable. He's super likable. I, I normally I love Carl Urban. I just couldn't stand him in this. He just drove me up a wall. I love that he was so. Uh, oily yeah, i don't know what it was heavy metal greasy carl urban basically yeah, right it's your right. like i'm listening to megadeth as soon as i'm done with this movie carl urban <laughs> no you're totally right i 
I uh, who's who's the other? Um, I mean, Gabriel Burns above all this. I don't even know why he's in it. <laughs> yeah, that was curious. I was wondering <laughs> why about are you that. even in this thing? But um, the yeah. the guy who played Santos was terrible. Uh, I think. Oh, that- I disagree. I just think I, I I don't know. I I thought I thought Alex. a lot of this a lot of this casting is is kind of low lowish budget, right? This mm-hmm. is yeah. before Carl Urban was in the Lord of the Rings and so mm-hmm. on. Yeah. But like. I thought it was great. Juliana Margulies is amazing. Like she's, oh yeah, I, you can't you can't do better than her in this role. This oh, is perfect. For I like her, her a lot. I, I wish she was yeah. in more. I mean, I guess she she's was, in plenty of things, but she's yeah. Uh, you know, she was the heart of this film. The uh, on the Sopranos was was uh, fantastic. Oh, she mm-hmm. was on that. Wait a minute. She was on that. She was a romantic interest for uh, oh for, for Tony, Tony for, a for a while. while. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. I she's never great. I never saw the. What's the deal's somebody's wife? The good wife. The good wife. Oh, she good is wife, the yeah. good wife. Yeah, I heard that was really good, um, yeah. but I never watched that. I mean, for a network show, it was supposed to be pretty good. Uh, what really threw me though is that I didn't know Emily Browning was this young at 2002. I thought yeah, she yeah. had a yeah. much mm-hmm. longer career than this. I mean, she was, was born about, about 13, making this movie, yeah. something like that. Um, let's see, born in 88, so yeah, she'd have been about 13 or something. Uh, she, she's a. Uh, good for this like she she's a haunting weird looking kid right. uh you know kind of beautiful in a weird way and then in other ways freaky and and, so, and weird and that's can, kind of her, her can, thing. can we try to explain the logic of the thing though yeah so like she um she didn't die in the snap but mm-hmm. she died i guess died somehow starvation she, over the they, 40 years well, <laughs> well they actually they show her body hung and oh, okay. right, right, in, right. in the beginning, yeah. in the beginning, we think that she hung herself because you, no one else died and she was just alone. But if she'd hung herself, she would have committed a sin. Right. But and, she and, didn't. OK. Right. All right. So that's the thing. As long as you don't commit any sins, you're you're in limbo with this demon. This right. demon uh-huh. can't take you. So he, he can, needs you to be sinful. And then he gets right. to then he gets to load your your corpse onto this ship. And it's like, OK, I get that. But then, if everybody who died on the boat was commissioned, you know, commissioned to sin, then how at the end do they all get to be part of the Northern Lights? I don't understand. Like, <laughs> I need logic to go all the way to the You've end. Been forgiven. Right. Come on I, up. I think the <laughs> idea, right? I think the idea was somewhat very loosely as this: that uh, that these are only some of these people were only light sinners very lightweight sinners that could could, could be redeemed but if he could get a whole boat full then he could get like a bulk discount or something it could could make it happen even yeah. emily oh. even the emily browning character was supposed to be going so are we saying that juliana margley was the redemptrix like she's yes, the mother absolutely. of jesus she is she is definitely of, of the of the better she's just ripley she's just ripley right. in this right just ripley She's Ripley. no, but she's Madonna by this sort of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like she, she somehow in blowing up the boat saves all those souls. Right. right. She, she converts them she's from Madonna being, Ripley, though, because she, you know, up until that point, she is the right. low woman. Maybe, a, maybe they got, maybe they got a uh, time served, you know, <laughs> they've been on there. 40 years that's, maybe that's good maybe. Yeah, i like that uh, you, thank you right you fixed like it. major dues uh yeah you're you know you've been absolved yeah uh, right there's also this trope around it where the ghost you think the ghosts are the problem in the beginning like they're going to be the 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 great conflict and in the end they're actually benevolent and they're also kind victims. and victims yeah mm-hmm. instead it's this one demonic dude who you know is collecting souls and pretending to be a 
uh, you know, whatever he's be pretending to be. And the ending of this movie made me want to pull my freaking hair out because oh, oh no, he's not I loved really it. Oh, I, I loved it. it. I hated it. I loved it. How did they salvage the crates off the sunken ship? <laughs> yeah, that goal's in not the real. Time man. between when she's picked out of the ocean and she's loaded onto an ambulance. Yeah, yeah. the ferryman. That's his. He's like a <laughs> leprechaun. He's got his own <laughs> bounty of gold. He is that what's going on? Because the gold seemed to be yeah. the thing that tied him to all of it, right? Yeah, the d- yeah. dirty gold or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. his. That's his bag of uh, temptation, I suppose. Wow. All right. You. you Somehow you made it better by saying it that way. <laughs> I don't know how you did that, but you did. By the way, have we ever talked about the trope of the decoy protagonist? No, but if we're going to. So that would be that would be when you think you have a protagonist and they don't actually ever do anything. And that's Captain Murphy in this movie. Yeah. Like you think, oh, he's going to be like the leader of the nope. He does nothing. Yeah, he yeah. has no impact on this. Like he's not at the helm when they re- wreck into the ship. He makes yeah. no real meaningful decisions. It's kind also of remarkable. Terrible, also has like the weakest death. He's just like, where's he at? I haven't seen him in a while. Let's go check on him. Oh, he's floating like a yeah. dead beta fish in a tank. Yeah. 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 It's a, yeah, it's a weird thing to, for them to mess with. Also, uh, this movie felt like a PG 13 movie that at the last second they said, ah, just put in the stuff that yeah. makes it R. Like yeah. it's is, fun. is is ghost tits? Is that is that rated R? Ghost no, tits. No, I mean I think that I think that everybody getting half cut in half scene probably is. Yeah, that was pretty rough. I don't know. It they, didn't seem that I, gory to me. What I think got it was just language and, and boobs. um oh boobs. I forgot about boobs. Yeah, there were boobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gone are the days. By the way, when you could do like I remember when we were growing up, PG got you some boobs. Yeah, oh, right. not you, now. You couldn't you couldn't have a teen movie without at least one boob. Oh I mean, yeah, right. always. Or even just movies like you know, Airplane PG. You got boobs in the yeah. airplane. Uh, boobs if you watched uh, the the first Clash of the Titans, butt and boobs, and that was mm-hmm. PG. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so PG thirteen came along, and then suddenly it got more stringent even about who was going to get the boobs. And it, you know, that only that's that's reserved for our business these days, I think. Right. But anyway, well, we we have some clips. Which to, is which is fine for fine with me because most of the time. Uh, the, the shots were n- never served the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, it kind of served it here. To, I, to I, the temptation of Isaiah Washington's crotch, it you know, <laughs> ended up at the yeah. bottom of that. He, he was ready to elevator. roll. Dude. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> join up with crotch. Brian Dunaway. I, I uh, as I usually do. I'm glad we watched this movie. I oh, enjoyed yeah. watching this movie. Yeah, it, it is time, not right? as bad as people have made it out to be. I think it was no, it's, fun it's, time. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm. If it said it earlier, it's kind of a, it's uh, you you know you had a good time watching it, but I can't call it good. Like it's not good, right? No, <laughs> no it's definitely not a good film. No, but it's, but no. it's entertaining and it's perfect for film sack. Like, yeah, it's a great. Yeah, yeah. It is a great film sack film. And it's the second in less than a month, I think, uh, movies that we've done about salvagers, underwater salvage oh, people. And yeah, yeah. Second, uh, Gabriel Byrne too. Oh wait, mm-hmm. what uh, what was he in? He was in the Musketeers. The, the oh, uh, that's right. yeah, of course, right. Another Shot movie where I felt like he's just paying the bills because he's Iron too Mask, good. Yeah. yeah, Man in the Iron, uh, <laughs> Man in the Iron Three Musketeers. That's the guy. That's right, Man uh, with the Iron Sprinklers. I love the set of this place. the The actual set of the ship 
And did, it's, you, did you do any reading about how they filmed it? No, that it was I'm it curious. was really clever yeah. that they they started out trying and trying to find a boat, and they realized they just couldn't do what they wanted to do, so they just built sets, mm. and it really felt like they filmed on a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that reflective stuff boat. they used was really cool. The way the water looked like it was reflecting through portholes and stuff, and then there's just a rusted out kind of uh, Resident Evil quality to everything, right. which I thought was so, great. Set design was awesome. That stuff so awesome. uh, our director pulled some strings and got uh, the visual effects uh, people from uh, who just did Scooby Doo, which we've seen on here. Yeah, they just done the <laughs> Scooby Doo movie. <laughs> Fantastic! I mean, yeah, look, so, he's got friends so, in high, low places. Absolutely, and yeah. I think they did a much better job in this film the, of uh, oh of of creating atmosphere and stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That Scooby Doo stuff doesn't hold up very well. I don't. It think. was so Scooby Doo. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, er, early on, uh, early on, there's what se- what looks like a helicopter shot where you see the whole ship underway in the ocean and people dancing on it and so on. And uh, turns out that was miniatures, and and they they erased the miniature so that they could go back in and CGI the the you know the ship and the people. And I thought for 2002, it looked real good, hmm. Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I kind of agree. I think it's um. It's got that stuff. Like, there's bits of it where you're like, "Oh, all right, you, you made a movie here. This isn't some low budgety hoo ha." But then I'd hear dialogue and go, "No, this is shitty. You're just all talking garbage." Like, there were there were extended bits of dialogue where it was so bad. Right. I, I really felt like, dude, you know how many starving writers there are in Hollywood? Freaking. <laughs> I think the main problem was since this was an ensemble cast, they never stuck with any character long enough to really develop anything mm-hmm. and, and that's so, the thing that's the thing I mean, we I mean, all juliana margulies and and gabriel byrne i feel like they're you know her crushed uh appearance when she saw him floating in the water right because he was like a father to that that was believable to me that uh reaction yeah so, i agree yeah but, yeah we didn't really care who cares about ron eldard and uh uh <laughs> carl urban and I and cared about Carl Urban way more the, than I should have. The, the movie lets you know that it's going to kill them by not doing anything with them in the first place. Right, and right. and that's too bad because like that first bit where they're towing uh sinking something and she repels over to it and get they have to like weld a thing in place underwater holding their breath without a mask on. That's all weird. Uh-oh. But yeah. like like you see that and it's like, "Whoa." <laughs> That, that could have been just like a minute longer and you would have gotten to know those characters a little better. Do you guys yeah. in the in the trope of like some only one person survives and everyone gets picked off one by one? Do you prefer that one survives or do you always like it when like two survive? And often they're like the most, you know, personalities are opposite or whatever, but they, right. they make it together and they whatever. I, yeah. How do you prefer I like that? two because then there are two people to corroborate the story when they're picked Eggs. up and you're wondering why there's like 11 and, people dead and these and, are the only two people right. to tell. Yeah, and that's why I like one because everybody treats you like you're a lunatic and that's always good for a sequel, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I swear yeah. there were aliens. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. I think I like the two because I feel better for them yes. moving right. into the future that I can't see. But now yeah. they've and, got another person that they can kind of, oh man, we went through that. We got through it on the other side together and we can, mm-hmm. we're our support structure. And, but you're, yeah. you're kind of killing your sequel chances though there, right? Yeah. I mean, sort of. Like, look at uh, Aliens. They had a bunch of survivors 
And then they started. Oh, in Aliens, yes. Yeah, Only one and, in Alien. <laughs> well, that's my point. In Aliens, they had all these survivors. But at the end, or sorry, the beginning of Alien 3, they kill off all the other sympathetic Yeah, that's because characters. they said, they said I need to make a sequel, but look what you did in part two. How am I supposed to do it oh, now? Oh, my gosh. I'd never thought of this. You, you might be right, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. That huh. suddenly, my whole opinion of that might change only slightly because I still think only three starts really. Rough, I would have, but. I would have had. I'm, I'm with Brian. I would have had Greer also survive, mm. and 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 literally have him and Epps get loaded into the same ambulance side by yeah, side. Yeah. Oh my god, that would have been way more powerful to have them. Yeah, both there's that. You know no. what made that perfect? They get they 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 get in that ambulance. They're taken to a Chicago hospital, and then they decide the doctors <laughs> there decide to transfer them to Seattle. So this way you got the wow. ER and the Grey's Anatomy okay. dude in every possible scenario that recalls yeah. their careers on TV. I, I'm absolutely down with the Greer surviving as well. I would like to to meet his fiance and try to explain his regret. I'd like to see me really beat up though. Yeah. You know, just like uh-huh. hanging on. There. Yeah. That would have yeah. been good. Yeah, it would have uh, yeah. I, I just I'm a I'm a fan guess, of two. Technically two survive because uh Ghost Quinn survived as well. Oh right. Whose only weak spot apparently is a knife in the foot underwater. Yeah. So. He 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 takes damage, but he's apparently able to recover very quickly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Kind of uh, like a, uh, he, uh, I guess. I mean, they, that's the problem, though. They don't really explain him. Like his his right. his ability to do whatever he does isn't very well explained, and why he needs to bother with any of these people is it just to get the boat fixed? That was it, right? That's the yeah, whole... yeah. He needed the boat fixed because he needed the souls so he could please management in hell. Right. I love that number. He, I love that he won't just say what he's talking about. He got to right, work with right. management. Okay, whatever, yeah. dude. What you euphemisms? Yeah, but why couldn't he just fix it himself? You know, like, no, he's, he's so can. powerful. He's a, he's a ghost. Yeah, but... he's so powerful though. He's able to manipulate metal. We see him swing a beam around and hit Epps in the face. Yeah, like, he has full on p- force power. That guy. That anno- yeah, he, really but annoyed he, but me. He, but he still don't know how boats work, so you know that's that's true, I guess. But I I really just like it when they define a a, a antagonist's uh, range. Like what what are they capable of? And if it's all mysterious, yeah. And if it's mysterious, I, keep it mysterious. I think it's, yeah. Well, I think it's more that he's a manipulator. It's like it's like it's beneath him. He often he often acts like things are beneath him. It's like eh, I don't feel like fixing the boat. Yeah. I'll but, go to I'll go to the shore and talk some fools into it. And while in the meantime, also get some extra souls. Yeah, two for one. Wait, did Did any of you notice that all seven deadly sins were depicted? Yes, yes. yes. Wait, wait. Oh, I didn't even pick that up. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I, I kept looking for it. I assumed it was. Gonna I be saw there. lust. Who was gluttony? Was it them eating the things, the beans? The, um. The yeah. Dodge rat poison in the food. Right. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's gluttony. Okay. Uh, there is like, let's see. So there's pride. Oh, pride is Carl Urban Munder's character, right? Is that? Oh, I don't that's, know. That's that's not that's not bad. I I was thinking of um, uh, uh, Greer. Uh, Greer where was like adultery, right? Well, his, yeah, his was lust. Well, that yeah, so that would be lust, lust. right? Yeah, yeah there's yeah. A, a number of of. Uh, versions of that with the the francesca character who of course is in a red dress that's so tropey guys yeah she okay i know i'm not supposed to laugh at that part but when he fell through her and down the shaft i laughed really hard (laughs) yeah and then that's what she like here's my real ugly ghost self yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
here's my old lady go self goodbye and then him but him falling through her and dying i don't know why that was so funny i laughed really hard that should have been sad and hard to watch it right wasn't, it wasn't but at it all. wasn't actually her right it's the demon pretending to be her. okay now that's my question because they weren't consistent there either are the ghosts good or aren't they is it was it her who's got this evil twisty thing where she wants to drop men down a shaft or was that somebody else i don't think it's clear that it's him it, right, to, to me right. it's clear to me they just make it seem like oh well that ghost is just a bit of a bitch and everybody else is okay i guess right I think, so i think fairy man can use the you know the image the the person of the people yeah. who's he's a changeling trapped. right he's a changeling of sorts right that's what i was guessing but that why was, was he, he so he's a ghost and then he changes to old lady ghost like why bother yeah why, that's uh, that's my big question that's that's where the logic falls apart like yeah. it's it's, it's so he's freaking easily powerful. amused yeah. he's easily amused by these things he's amused by his own cleverness because it struck me that they were just in the script went hey we need to have a moment here where a ghost does something really gnarly how about right. that and they i did that i'm gonna agree with you on that scott the the script i read a little bit about the script uh and it was actually sold to the actors uh, is is a different script. The script that the actors read and agreed to was not the script that was delivered. It was a lot different. Uh, the irony of a bait and switch with this. Yeah, movie. yeah. He is the ferryman. Would you? Okay, here's one other question. This is a very dumb question. Do you think that Greer mm-hmm. uh, did, fell down that shaft and died on those stakes or those mm-hmm. spikes? It was, a, it was it was a cabling, right? Was it a it full? Was, was it a full? Do you think he had a full bone bone when he landed <laughs> that quickly? I mean, I, uh, no. I I've heard when you die, you, you sometimes you get a bone bone. So uh, oh, I always heard you pooped your pants. Is what I heard. That that too. Yeah, you just you just everything just out. Yeah, that's how it works. Everything's right? just out. You're you're right. you're you're uh, you're a belly buttons and Audi now. You, you blow up. Right. Okay. Yeah. You inflate. <laughs> you don't, you don't realize how much we're all holding in every day. I guess so. You know what? That's my yeah. worst fear is that if, <laughs> that I'm going to die in some sort of public setting and just fall to the ground, and the first thing out right. of me is going to be well, well, all those all those muscles we don't control, but they they're contracted because we don't mentally control them. They they you know they release. Yeah. Or, or what's that called? The uh, atomic muscles, anatomic, no, aton, atomic system, atomic, automotive. No, it's auto, it's autotomic. That's correct. And they, and it's all the stuff we have, like our heart beating and our breathing right. and the stuff you don't our normally spin, have to think about. Our muscles. Yeah. Which mine right now, I can, I'm very aware of it suddenly. Yeah. I'm constantly holding in. <laughs> I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing kiggles right now. Yeah. <laughs> did anyone else did anyone else think that the ferryman, the bad guy dude, looked a lot like um uh Trump's son in law? What's his name? Oh, Jared uh, Kushner. Jared Kushner. Oh, I didn't think of that. Just no, like I thought he looked like the guy from Dexter that uh, was always chasing Dexter and he was the guy from Dexter who was right. always chasing Dexter. Yeah, that was literally <laughs> that guy. He's he's good in Dexter. He's terrible he's really in this. Really good in Dexter, yeah. yeah but he's terrible in this. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought it was way over the top, but this whole movie was way over the top. So I think I think he was one of the few actors that actually got it. Yeah. I mean, okay. That's fair. You, I, when he does his little transformation, it becomes less of a weenie and more of a, listen, you don't know what you're yeah. doing. Like his voice and he changes. Does, he does that on the bridge right in front of Ron Eldard. Yeah. And and I'm like, that's the oh okay, and I got all excited, like yeah, we're gonna go to town, and then we just cut away. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, huh? 
and they tell about it later. I just wonder like, oh. why. I wonder why. Like I, I just the rest of the movie. I'm just like, what? What didn't go right with that scene? He's not the guy in Legion, is he? Am I thinking of oh, Dan Stevens? Nobody is what I'm looks thinking like of. him, right? Is it a little bit? They're not Legion yeah, the show. Like, Sorry, you... Legion the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, I haven't seen it. Uh, the one yeah, where... Yeah, the movie. Uh, People are begging no, for us to watch that, by the way. People are... I know. I'm, oh, one yeah. of the, I'm one of the ones begging us to watch that. <laughs> so terrible. Isn't it? Love it, I though. Think it's, oh, Paul Bettany's one thinking of, which is totally not at yeah, all like that yeah. guy. But They they kind of got like a, a thing in common. It kind of... Got like an attitude that Is that... Works. I mean, I, sorry to shift gears. Is that on, That's on our list, isn't it? That's got to be... Should yeah. be. It's on, it's streaming right now. We should put that I'll, in somewhere. I'll take care so. of it. What? Yeah, let's get, let's get Legion in there. Get, get on that. Get yeah. On that. Why isn't Legion so, being watched? Anyway. Was there a thing that uh, Gross got out the most? Yes. Is the, are the, is the canned food too, like the, no, the canned food? That's too easy. It's too proppy. Carl Urban did actually have to put live grub right. worms in his mouth. Well, shoot I, that. they make it look like he does, but he doesn't. Like, yeah. It, it, to, to me, those things are too contrived and too set up, and they're effective, you know, visually, but I, then those sorts of things never gross me out. What guys, I think those were wiggling, like real wiggling. Right. Oh, I don't think he was. The stuff on his tongue wasn't moving. Oh, he right, he just right. it looked like a mouthful of rice pudding or something. He was. It did. It really yeah. did. Yeah, they were. Now, I, I, I looked at that I, very closely because I, I was like, "All right, well, here's a moment where I need to be paying attention very closely to see if this grosses me out or not." And I was like, "Yeah, that's just mush." I, that's, I think I know. I I think an implied gross out might have been what got uh, Scott. I think Gabriel Burns' character Murphy picking up that forty-year-old. <laughs> open container of scotch <laughs> and contemplating drinking it is what got scotch you is did that, that was it yeah. really? you totally right. nailed it this idea of somebody's poured drink that's been sitting there because at that point he doesn't know oh, how old it is yeah it's not no. in the, yeah right, right right it wasn't in the bottle or that you're talking about in the glass yes the yeah, bottle fine that you know yeah. age that's what whiskey is but the the point that they're you know they did this this open glass that's just sitting in the <laughs> ship long before he knows there's ghosts there yeah. Dude, and you're about to drink it before you get the yeah. beer thing. I'm like, come, dude. Just even thinking about it is like, no, stop. Maybe he's that, that kind of alcoholic. It's just gone so right. far that it doesn't matter. He's <laughs> <laughs> drunk. Like I don't know, but I just that that did gross me out. Nothing else in the movie really got me because the rest of it was just made up, contrived, whatever. There were no awkward kisses. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no, you know, lip smacky. None of the stuff that usually gets under my skin. But that right. did. I didn't like that. Uh, also how much work would you go through to dress yourselves up in 40 plus year old, uh, meat locker wrapper things? Oh yeah. How long s- do they have to wait for, for, uh, <laughs> Margulies to show up? Yeah. I was, I was so mad. I was so mad at the slackness of this whole group because they kept always talking about, there's no way we can get all the work done in two right. days. Yeah. And all they did was goof off. Yeah. And, and the only time they yeah. worked was for like half a minute uh, in, in the movie. Like, it's like, okay, it's time to, it's time to get serious. And it took them like 10 minutes or something mm-hmm. to patch the boat up. Yeah. I was just so mad. It was obnoxious. Yeah. Uh-huh. It just annoyed me. So when they did that, I went, all right. In fact, as soon as I saw one of their heads turn, I went, yeah. it's those guys. Why are they in here? Why would you go oh. through that trouble? And and also put on your body and face a thing that's that disgust. Okay, that grossed me out too. So there you go. Two things right, grossed right. me out. Two things. That that the implication of what you're wearing. That's old meat. Like what? What is that even called? Meat I don't bags. meat bags. It's old meat bags. Meat sacks. Yeah. Get out of the meat bags. It's like putting a forty year old cow scrotum on your head. 
<laughs> cool. And when they found the the clean ones that were still wrapped in plastic and and climbed into those, That's there was nothing. There was nothing clean on that boat. And if I heard them one more time say how beautiful the ship was when they were looking at trash, yeah. I'm like, no, no, yeah, it's not beautiful. Did you guys know that Gabriel Byrne actually replaced Brian Cox? What? Who I like okay. a lot. He's a cool. Hey, no, actor. is that right? Because wasn't Brian Cox in Death Ship, which? What? From the 80s, no. Which is almost just like this. Really? I don't know what Death Ship is. Death Ship. 1980. Oh. Uh, oh, this looks like this. a mysterious ghostly freighter rams and sinks a modern-day cruise ship where survivors climb aboard the freighter and discover that it is a World War II Nazi torture, torture vessel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, George Kennedy. Let's see. Uh, no, I don't see Brian Cox on that list. All right. But Brian Cox had to do the ring, so he backed out and did the ring. And uh, Gabriel Burns took his parking spot. So there you go. (laughs) Uh, Also, there were 92 dead people in this movie. And I don't know how they came to that number because I understand the cast that died. We count those. But how do you know how many of those people Maybe they were counting the ghosts. Yeah, there oh, they were flying up. There's like one, yeah. two, three, four. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Already counted that one. We have a bunch uh, now that came around from the other side. Yeah, three, six, nine, thirteen. Okay, we got it. I think we got it. Ninety-two. It's a really weird thing. Uh, that's all I really have. Do you have other things about this movie? I mean, you know, ships, ghosts. Oh my, uh, bullshit. Yeah, it's you really gotta gotta check your. Uh, you know your sensibilities at the door, right. and yeah. try to not logic it because it—it's just—it's supposed to be a wild ride. It's—it's uh, it's the fifth element, uh, not the fifth element. It's Event Horizon. Mm. It's Event Horizon on a boat. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, boat. good call. Yeah, and, and like that is a supernatural tale, is what I'm saying. So yeah. uh, don't think too hard and have fun. Yeah, I I do have one question. I couldn't figure out what Emily Browning's character was playing with that was that puzzle that oh, she had it was like a, a white, uh, like a rubik's, thing, right? rubik's rope kind of thing going on it was yeah. did you uh, i swear when we were kids we had something like this but it was like those that snake that you would rubik snake but that had, this one had letters and stuff i thought it was like some yeah. sort of key to unlock something else Mm-hmm. But it never really became that, right? Like it wasn't the oh, if we enter these words into this safe, then we'll get the gold. But it looked right. it looked a lot like um a, a cross like a physical crossword puzzle. Yeah, yeah, right. That was right. laid out like that. Exactly, I've never yeah. seen that before. So if that was a thing that existed in 1962, you got me. It, I'm sure it was. It's just like that's a really limited toy. Like mm-hmm. there, right. there's only so many things you can spell out when you four. have four four sides, right? And like, come on. When they, not, and we, are we to assume when they took her into that room when she was a girl yeah, with the switchblade that that was where she died? Yeah, they 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 hung her because we we were led to believe early on that she was also a sinner because she killed herself, and then we found out later that she was killed. And so I, you know, I don't know. That was foolish on Ferryman's part because if you kill her when she's innocent, then you kind of locked in your loss. Okay. Right. Okay. You can't you can't make her a sinner after that, right? Was was uh, Santos a sinner because he had sex with his car when no one's looking, or what? What was his deal? Why did he get stuck there? <laughs> was was he was he the greediest one? I was trying to remember exactly he, he what. The, oh, you know he was because he was the one who was like, "We're gonna be rich, hundred million yeah, yeah. dollars." Mm. He was yeah. the most the most uh, vocal about right. The... All right. So he any was any very... coveted things, I suppose. So yeah, just very worldly and 
possession. Well, good job, Santos. You, you Now mm-hmm. you're the hound and you're alive in the ship. Well done. Uh, well, let's play some clips. I got clips that are yeah. uh, available to us to play, and they are about this film. And I'm going to play this one here because of how stoked these guys are. So here's here's them early in the film reveling in their most recent catch, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. Well, here's to the best damn salvage crew in the business. <laughs> yeah, we did it, guys. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> All right, nice work. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> you did it, yeah, guys. We did good. High five. Let's add some more voices in post. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's to the finest crew in starfleet there you go <laughs> i would have preferred that movie uh here's a nice line from mccoy everybody knows you navy boys take it up the ass <laughs> yeah eldar yeah. over there laughing he thinks that's funny yeah. uh here's a digital watch comment because why not hey it's a watch congratulations buddy no look again you moron it's a digital watch did they, they ever resolve that like the idea was just that Somebody yeah, else had been, been there. He'd been collecting souls for a while. Right. And that was yeah. Oh. So this was to this was to explain to you, the viewer, mm. that people have come and gone and died on this ship recently. Mm. Okay. I I buy it. it did, I guess. It, it clearly didn't get through. No. Like, to, like it didn't work. It didn't work on me. To me, it was just but like oh. The only thing the only thing that got through to me was back in uh, 2002. We must have been really hot on the word congratulations for sarcasm. Oh, congratulations! Oh yeah, you found a ship. Oh, congratulations! Yeah. You found a watch. Yeah, right. We didn't. It didn't change until um, 2009 when Christian Bale taught us to say, "Oh, good for you," and then it changed. Good for you. Here's one for you. In post, what? In post, what are these? Are the I don't know what this is. Here it is. What the? Oh, people. Oh, okay, no, it is. When people, nobody says that. No yes. one says what the when they see a thing ever. What? Yeah. The? I actually did write that down in my notes, and I forgot to bring it up. What, what the? What the? I hate that. Just yeah. finish. First of all, if you're just gonna if you're gonna do it, say a whole sentence. Say what the f? What the hell? What the what the h? Say something, but don't say what the. What the? What the? What the? Uh, here's a thing. Stop dragging ass. Stop dragging ass. All right. Uh, here's some bad dialogue. Enjoy. We have the materials. We have the manpower. Why don't we just build a raft and get off of this thing? I told you guys earlier that there was something seriously wrong with this boat. The longer we stay here, the less chance we have to survive. You want to build a raft? I want to build a raft. Eps, even with the warrior, we were stretching to get this done in three days. We can't do this. I can't do it. Munder, you're the best bot welder I know. Jeez, everyone just get off this boat. You all hey. suck. Oh my yeah, gosh! That's, that's classic horror stuff. I mean, that's the classic. We it, what's the right answer? Mm-hmm. You know, and let's all let's all go around the table, and we all have different opinions yeah. because we got to explain. We got to explain why in the world would these people stay on this boat? Right, and you got to get all heated about it, and yeah, everybody's got. It's got to be. It's got to be a whole thing. Yeah, I totally totally can see that. All right, here's a swallow sound, which I didn't like. It was almost my gross pick. Here you go. There you go. Did you hear that? <laughs> I thought you meant oh, her. Oh, dude. I didn't even hear that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Freaking Greer. It's when Greer, just before uh, Greer got sent to the past or whatever. Right. That sounds like a that sounds like a video game gulp. It does to me, too. It's definitely in post. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Do not like. All right. Here's a great exchange that maybe is my best clip of the day. Here you go. I'm going to get you like a lifetime supply of titty magazines and toilet paper. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whatever, Beavis and Butthead. What is this? 
right. it kind of feels like they they didn't memorize their lines yeah right and they're just like saying some things that sound like what their memory of the lines are yeah right it's lines. really bad <laughs> Uh, here's a scream for you. Like Is it toilet paper? Yeah, toilet paper, you know, and titty magazines. I'm going to get you like a lifetime supply of titty magazines and toilet paper. <laughs> 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 they're all loaded up on maggots. They don't even know they're eating. It's great. All right, here's a scream for you. All right, that's one right there. Hey, look at this acting. This is also bad. We may just get out of this yet. Zillionaires. Zillionaires. No millionaires. We know it's like we're three hundred million. Why are you saying zillionaires, dumbass? Especially because you have to split it. Oh, Carl right. Urban, dude, you're so bad in this. Uh, here's a funny joke that I don't know if they meant to tell. Oh shit! Number two's clogged. Who's going? You go. Number two's clogged. <laughs> what ghost got up the most? <laughs> what was the second one clogged? Was it a ghost clog? So he had to go down there and then get ground up. Was that yeah. how? okay? Ghost, ghost clog. Ghost clog. It's like that's yeah. when you that's when you take a ghost crap and uh, then and then the toilet stops up. You're like, how? Yeah. For those oh. for those who don't know what Dunaway's talking about, there just we should probably educate and take a moment to educate. Sometimes you take a big dump and you're sure you know you did it, but you get up and there's nothing there. Right. It's just gone. And the assum- the assumption everyone called it when I grew up it was called a ghost poopy. Uh, mm-hmm. But when you uh, but you know what happens? It's basically it's actually kind of a good thing because that means you had an aerodynamic. Yeah, perfectly formed dump and low in fat because it everything that you everything that you expelled did not have anything that would float right and it just went like a torpedo down and up just down and up it's pretty great right i mean if we could do that we could save all kinds of water on flushing i imagine a world yeah a future where this was true all right how about this uh these lines are bad i'm sinking the boat it's taken its last victim. But that'll kill us. We're going to have to take our chances. What about the gold? That's so bad. Mm-hmm. It's We're real bad. Take our, take our chances. <laughs> and again, uh, by the way, if the demon needs them to repair the boat because it keeps running into rocks and it's going to sink and it's his only way to collect souls and he needs them to help, why isn't he helping them? Yep. Why is he trying so hard He's... to keep them from repairing the freaking boat? Yep. Right. Ding, ding, ding. Right. That's yeah, he great. only needed the few, right? He only needed the three skilled workers. Uh oh, did he? Yeah. I don't know how that works. Three skilled mm-hmm. Oh, oh, right, because he because well, of the make the, the the three skilled workers want to get out of there fast enough to fix the boat. Yeah. Right. It's like the the Sandals was not skilled. Red right. shirt from the go. Oh, no, yeah, he was red shirt from the start. Um okay, I, this is called what are you? So here you go. What the fuck are you? I'm a salvager. Just like you. Uh huh. Sure. Mm, yeah. See, that would have like been you. a cool. That would have been a cool name too. Salvager. 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 Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah be better fun. than ghost ship. Yeah. Ghost ship. Come on. Ghost ship. Well, actually, that name I think leads you into into expectations that the movie can't uphold and drives down the rating of the film in the end. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really think if that if that name was better, it would have set your mind in a different place. All like. Right. My- I, I I see this name and I'm just like, oh, so I'm gonna have like ice tea fighting ghosts, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, stop it with your better ideas, Randy, because that's a better <laughs> idea. <laughs> All right, here's a bang and then a scream. Enjoy. Ah! That's when he got stabbed. <laughs> ah! That guy. All right. 
Uh, well, that's that. That's our, those, those are these. The car horn guy, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's a little like that guy. All right, we're going to do this now. Hold your butts. Uh, film size checklist. They should have called this movie Slice of Life. Check. Because, yeah, you know, people got sliced. Uh, when ER and Grey's Anatomy meet. Check. And Carl Urban really grinds my gears. Hmm. Because, you know, gear, that's where he died. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, Star Trek Connection. We only have one, and it's Carl Urban. He played Mundy in this. In uh, Star Trek, he was, of course, the he's our current J.J. verse Dr. McCoy. And a fine, a damn fine good one, I believe. I think he's very, very good in that surprising role. that a few of these other actors weren't in Star Trek. Ron Eldard, I figure, could have done a Star Trek, you know, lieutenant or something somewhere. Mm-hmm. or Showed up on a ship and in a DS9 in visitor or something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, totally like a ghost it. ship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Star, Star Trek had multiple, especially DNG, TNG. They had like haunted storylines, yeah, right? Did, they did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't forget Crusher's grandmother. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. no. Hold on. Now I have to play it. This is the rule. We have to play that one. Yeah. All right. I think it's, oh, man. Just Crusher. I don't know how I would have called this. Riker. Uh, Wesley. No, it's Dr. Really? Crusher, Beverly. Beverly. No, I don't have it. Remember, oh. friends, when you are saving things and you're tagging them uh, today, you're doing future you a favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Maybe this is it. No. No! No, I can't find it. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, where the heck were we? Oh, it's uh, the uh, soundtrack grade. to give it a KP for kind of poop. It just didn't really stand out, and it's fine and whatever. It's one of those movies where you just don't think about it. Oh. Yeah, this movie could have had a great score. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing. There's nothing stopping them from just getting a, a better score made. I agree. They could have done better. They had the money. They did okay with the money with the budget. Yeah, they're all right. Yeah, there's there's a lot of bad CGI for the boat on the outside, like that. Yeah. Explosions and stuff yeah. did not look when great. The, when they've got the pump going and it's starting to shoot water out the side, that looked like a matte painting of a boat or like a a Photoshop of a boat with just like a little stream of water added to yeah. it. Yeah. Like a little pee out the side thing going on. Uh, let's do the Twitter post. 140, sorry, 280 characters or less. This is uh, the way we do it. Randy, you start. Go ship. What happens when you get six men and one woman together at night and get them all wet, just like a Saturday night at Ebbets house? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was ready for that one. Could have been any movie with water. Rip bad. Oh, totally. uh, Brian Dunaway. Ghost ship. Like a box full of gold hoarded rats. What the? Two decapitated thumbs up. Oh no! <laughs> thumbs down. <laughs> nice. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. Ghost ship. You might find the opening five minutes a little divisive. I was split on whether it was good or not, and if I'd seen this movie in the theater and gone half Z's on a movie ticket, I might have demanded my money back. <laughs> or at least half of it. <laughs> right. Very nice. I like that we right. all uh, went down that path. Yes. What are you going to say? I didn't think about it until I read my Twitter post, but what was up with those rats in the in the gold? I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. that seems like the most inhospitable place for a rat to go. Like, you would think they would yeah, hang out with the maggots. On, right? It's like the right. maggots in the... Uh, also, mm-hmm. also, by the way, that gold weighs a lot more than you're depicting is so boring. Like, right. I am so tired of any time gold is ever depicted. It's wrong. Yeah. That's, I mean, even when he was tossing it hand to hand, that didn't oh. seem right. Didn't seem right to me. 
Yeah, you're tossing a 150-pound little brick yeah. from hand to hand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's you. Uh, where would you even, like, let's say you got off the ship with that. Would you melt all that down and sell it? Like, how would you conspicuously get your get your gold that, worth out of it? Well, that's the it? thing. These, these gold bars aren't marked, so you're yeah. just going to go sell them. Yeah. Would you like, just, anyone will buy them. Really? Like, yeah. where would I go if I had a brick of gold suddenly? Where would I go? What would I do? Uh, gold ours. <laughs> I do cash loans uh, and gold purchasing. Yeah, Eldar's <laughs> Quicken loans. I'd go over there. Okay, so Scott, yeah. just just searching Salt Lake City, you could go to AAA Jewelers. You could go to Guns and Gold. There's a place called Guns and Gold yeah, in Salt Lake City. I've seen it, but, but I don't know that they would. That place has a big American flag in the window. <laughs> There's a place does. called All About Coins that it, that can't wait to buy your gold i guess but if it's a brick brick like that and we're talking potentially millions of dollars or at least you know hundreds of thousands per brick are they i mean who's equipped to give me cash for that and then right. and, and then who who wouldn't see that and go oh my gosh hey billy bob get the get the fbi on the line i think we got something weird going. like it, was, it just seems like a bunch of flags saying, would go up i'm saying uh, uh, a place called utah gold buyers uh-huh. is going to for a nice finder's fee hook you up okay. they're gonna find someone who wants to you know give you a low low price all right as long as gold. Prove that you got it from a ship in international waters right yeah. they kept spewing the maritime law to us again the reason money launderers love precious metals so much because they're just right. there's no tracing it like who mm-hmm. cares it's, it's just yeah. it, it just it is value you can right. go right. exchange it interesting all right well, whenever I get my gold that I won't ever get, I'll remember all this and figure it out. 28 pounds is how much a bar of gold weighs. That's, that's outrageous. A lot of pounds, dude. That is outrageous. Yeah. That's, that's a, a yeah. You can't take that on a plane is what I'm saying. No. Um. All right. Well, that's all well and good. But is this? Oh, this was almost called Ghost Jip. Oh, I'm sorry. Ghost uh, uh, Romani, Romani just, people. Romani just the people. ghost tip. Yeah, just the tip. <laughs> That's pretty good. You should have written that for me. Uh, and then finally, and I'm actually kind of proud of this one, Tritanic. <laughs> That's not bad. All right. Hey, quick emails uh, from listeners. I see emails because I have two of them and a phone call. We're going to rip through these. Uh, this one is uh, Jeff from Columbus, Ohio, who says, hello. Yes, first I went back to listen to your review of Hudson Hawk, episode 47 from September wow. 30th, 2010. Thank you for doing uh yes thank you for your service um about 25 minutes into the discussion of minority report happens in that movie i love that you guys still talk about that movie all the time love the show though jeff from columbus ohio like apparently even before we got to sacking that thing we would yeah. refer to it all the time and oh wow that we makes me happy at that point yeah. yeah well it, it goes further back than that on elr yeah. we used to talk about this yeah. me and scott we did yeah Yep, and you hated it then. You've been consistent. I am consistently a hater on the Minority Report. Yeah, you never, you never were in it to win it for that movie. No. Uh, here's one from Daryl who wrote in, says, Hey, Sackers, just wanted to make sure you guys knew that the 2010 film Legion, oh, speaking of Legion, is currently on Netflix. Flicks. Paul Bettany, Dennis Quaid, Lucas Black, Adriana Palicki, and oh. uh, Ch- Charles S. Dutton. I like him, too. And Randy's man crush Tyrese Gibson all feature in the film. Oh, yeah, he's so a, tasty. He's a tasty man. Uh, plus, Doug Jones does Scott's most favorite thing: look weird and have a larger than normal mouth. Uh, he said, "This turd is all wind." Love the show, though, Daryl. Yeah, we want to see this bad. 
Yeah. Let's get it in there. I meant to see it when it came out, actually. So finally fulfilling my grand old wish. Uh, thank you for that email, Daryl. We will definitely, if if not, at the very least, we're getting it on the list and maybe even have it sooner than later because that thing is not going to be on Netflix very long, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. This is the phone call for the week, and this is funny. So check it out. Hey, guys. This is Ashley, uh, a.k.a. Jackalope. This message is for film sec. Um, I apologize in advance for putting this mental image in your head again, but I cannot believe that you guys actually think that was Gerard Depardieu's butt in <laughs> The Man in the Iron Mask. That was clearly a butt double. He didn't even have the same color hair as Gerard Depardieu. He had, like, brown hair. It was absolutely not the same person. And what I want to know is, and what I spent the whole movie wondering, is, why he and Gerard Depardieu couldn't trade off the wigs they were wearing. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm a little embarrassed that I spent so much time thinking about this. But anyway, uh, go back and look at that image again if you dare. It's definitely not his butt. Bye. I think it's totally his butt. I disagree with Jackalope, and, Ashley. And uh-huh. no, I am not going to go back and watch that again. Yeah. No. that The whole point think- of that call was to trick us. Mm. Right. It's a second yeah, look. I, we've been we've been we've been butt rolled. I feel like like if there's one person in the world that you can re- rely on to show his butt in a film, it's right. Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> and I'll I'll be honest with you, I was only I was only watching out of the corner of my eye. Once once his butt possibility showed up on screen, yeah. I just kind of yeah. you know looked out of the corner of my eye. Yeah. So I, I can't verify. Yeah, I I went back and captured it. I'm still sure it's him. I'm 100% sure that's him. This Brent, requires it, more research. Plus, it was too dark to see what color the hair on his... I assume she means the hair on his head, by the way. Right, right. Uh, but right. yeah, if his hair was... If the, like a body double's hair was brown, I think the lighting is impossible to tell if it was brown or blonde. Like, I think he is just... He's in an old barn. He tried to hang himself. He fell into a bunch of hay, and he's getting up, and that's his butthole. That's it. <laughs> that is Gerard I, Depardieu's that, that butthole. That is one of my favorite calls. Please keep those kind of calls coming. That, oh, yeah. that was awesome. Jackalope Ashley, a great member of the community, but also timely with the butthole call. Thank you. We never said the hole. That's right. Gerard, Gerard Tepardu likes his cheese with holes in it, if you know what I'm saying. All right, check this out, everybody. That's it for this. Uh, our next film. Oh, by the way, uh, that email address is uh, filmsackagemail.com. Leave us those voicemails at 801 our next movie is what? Is it Legion? Oh, Olympus has fallen. Oh, okay. Man. Legion has, has been moved. with uh, director Antoine Fuqua. Oh, I like him. I'm a fan. Aww. Actually, really? That's him? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, really? <laughs> He's good, though. He's a good actor. And He's a so is director. Olympus has fallen mm. with, with actors Gerard Butler, Aaron Eckhart, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I saw this, but I remember nothing. So that's good. 2013 hasn't been too long. Nope. Uh, oh, Dylan McDermott. Mm, uh, Dylan McDermott. Angela Bassett. Melissa Leo's in this. Yeah. Next week. Okay. On film or sometime soon on film sack. All right. Uh, there's a, the first re- user review for this on IMDb says, turn off your brain, relax and enjoy the action ride. Well, we will random person on the internet. We will. Uh, so that's next week right here on FilmSack. Check it out. In the meantime, you can go to FilmSack.com. You got everything you need there, everything you're looking for. Um, I should p- probably mention this here because I haven't yet on the show. The feed got real big and was starting to be unwieldy and also 
a performance problem for both users and us. And it was also just cranking up the bandwidth. Uh, that's what happens. The larger your feeds get, this one's almost 10 years old. And uh, that tends to happen with a weekly show. So I have split it off and basically made it so it contains uh, the, the feed you're listening to now, if you're listening to the podcast, is the most recent 200 episodes. That will stay the same and will continually sort of just perpetually be 200 of the most recent episodes. Everything older than that has been moved to an archive feed, which you can find over at filmsack.com. There's a link for it. It's easy to find. It's just right there on the page. And you can subscribe to that if you're like, man, I want to go back and listen to everything from Kroll forward. You still totally can. It's not a problem at all. We just had to split the feeds to make that work. So uh, for those who are confused or wondering what that was about, uh, go do that. And also for those who uh, found that the feeds were, excuse me, the exact same name and some players won't do that, I have fixed that as of this morning. So they now are uh, named something different. Film Sack Archive, I believe is what I named it. But anyway, it's super easy. You go over there and put it in your uh, player of choice and boom, you got all the old episodes as if they were never gone. All right, that's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Furry man. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> this show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.